Welcome to Jazz Piano Skills. I'm Dr. Bob Lawrence. It's that time again. Time for you to turn off your eyes and turn on your ears. No video, no distracting images, no pop-ups, no advertisements. Just great educational content for you to hear, for you to discover, learn, and play. But before we begin, a quick announcement. I am thrilled to let you know that with each Jazz Piano Skills podcast, I am making available a downloadable JPS educational doc. Each JPS doc is in a PDF format and beautifully illustrates the Jazz Piano skill explored in the podcast. JPS docs will range in price from $3 to $9 depending upon the complexity of the illustrations. Regardless, my goal is to provide you with phenomenal educational content for under 10 bucks that complements the Jazz Piano Skills podcast, which of course is free. My JPS podcast, along with the JPS educational docs, are the perfect companions to help you successfully discover learn, and play jazz piano. You can access the JPS docs from menu links found at jazzpianoskills.com or you can access it directly at jazzpianoskills.store forward slash podcast.html. Okay, let's get started. As always, I want to stress that I realize some of you listening today already have advanced skills. Some of you are intermediate players, and some of you are ranked beginners. My podcast, however, does not cater to any specific group, and here's why. Regardless of where you are in your jazz journey, it never hurts to hear and reflect upon various presentations of any musical skill. Even if you feel you have already mastered the skill, or you think it's way beyond your current level, when you immerse yourself in jazz language discussions, you will hear things presented in different ways that I guarantee will illuminate new paths for you to explore. The goal of my Jazz Piano Skills podcast is to offer something for everyone, from the beginner to the advanced player. In the last couple of weeks, we explored the traditional and contemporary shell voicings. Today, I want to shift our focus to the development of improvisational skills. The development of musical lines that we will play over the top of our shell voicings. The first thing I want to stress when it comes to developing jazz improvisational skills is the importance of keeping it simple. Now, upon hearing this, you are probably sitting there shaking your head up and down in total agreement. This is good. However, I promise you, the odds are incredibly high that after you listen to this podcast and return to practicing, you will slide back into your old comfortable ways of overthinking this entire process. And when you overthink, you overplay. And when you overplay, everything becomes overcomplicated. In other words, you end up trying to do way too much. When all of this happens, 
you're overthinking, you're overplaying, the overcomplication, which again, the odds are high that it will. I want you to stop practicing and listen to this podcast again. It will help keep you on track. So let's get started and let's keep this simple. To begin, here are some jazz improvisation facts I want you to listen to carefully. Fact one, there are only two directions a melodic line can travel. A melodic line can either go up or a melodic line can travel down. That's it, up or down. When traveling up or down, a melodic line must do so using scale or arpeggio motion. When traveling up or down, a melodic line must do so using scale or arpeggio motion. Fact three, the scale or arpeggio motion used by the melodic line must concur with the harmony. In other words, if my harmony is a C major sound, then I have to travel up and down using a scale or arpeggio that coincides with that sound. Scale up, scale down. Arpeggio up, arpeggio down. So, to stay true to our theme of keeping it simple, in my first example, I am going to demonstrate how to practice, how to play the arpeggio for each chord of the C family. C major, C dominant, C minor, C half diminished, and C diminished. Next week, I'll focus on the scales. I'm going to play the arpeggios in root position plus first, second, and third inversions. I am going to play each arpeggio ascending and descending up and down in my right hand with a contemporary shell voicing in my left hand. In doing so, I am illustrating how the melody created by the arpeggio concurs with the harmony, the contemporary shell in my left hand. Here we go.
Did you notice how I did not try to improvise? We'll get to that a little later in this podcast. Instead, I was focusing on playing each arpeggio with a correct jazz feel and articulation. Why? Well, if I cannot make a simple arpeggio sound and feel like jazz, then I guarantee you my improvisation has no chance of sounding like jazz. Now, let's do the same exercise, but now I'm going to play my arpeggio in first inversion. In other words, starting on the third instead of the root. Again, my focus was on playing each arpeggio with the correct jazz feel and articulation, not on improvising. Now, same exercise, same objective, second inversion.
I want to stress one more time, no improvisation. Keeping it simple and focusing on playing and developing a great jazz feel and articulation. Let's do the exercise one last time with the arpeggios in third inversion. cannot stress enough how important it is to do this kind of practicing. I stress to every student, and nearly 100% of all students, want to bypass this process to get to the good stuff. This is so funny because this is the good stuff. Without this good stuff of practicing inverted arpeggios, with an authentic jazz feel and articulation. There will be no great stuff, I guarantee it. The bottom line, there is no longer way to get anywhere than a shortcut. So do not neglect this kind of practicing. Now, I'm going to play the first exercise again. However, this time, I am going to improvise using the notes of the arpeggio and only the notes of the arpeggio to create musical ideas. So now the focus becomes doing something rhythmic with each of the four notes of each of the arpeggios, root, third, fifth, and seventh. So here we go.
How cool is that? Just applying various rhythmic ideas to a four-note arpeggio, root, third, fifth, and seventh, I was able to create, I was able to improvise a variety of musical ideas, a variety of musical lines. I highly recommend for you to do the same, and not just in root position, but using the various inverted shapes as well, the various inversions of each chord. There is a wealth of jazz language for you to discover, learn, and play when you practice using this approach. It's amazing. Knowing your inversions is the gateway to developing jazz improvisational skills. So, the next time someone asks you, why in the world are you learning basic block-style chords and inversions? No jazz pianist ever voices chords like that. You can let them know. I am not learning basic block-style chords and inversions for voicings. I'm studying and learning basic block chords and inversions to develop improvisational skills. Then, of course, drop the mic and walk away. Before I wrap things up, I want to take a jazz standard and improvise over the changes using only the first four notes of each chord. The root, the third, the fifth, the seventh. I want you to hear how much music, improvisation, you can create when you keep it simple.
Wow. Way too much fun. Take the A Train, a classic tune by the Duke. Pretty amazing, right? Simply using notes of the chord, notes of the arpeggio, root, third, five, seventh, going up, going down, ascending, descending. You can create a whole lot of music. I want you to take some time this week to begin practicing playing your chords as arpeggios in root position, plus first, second, and third inversions. Remember, focus on playing them with a good jazz feel and articulation. Practice them at various tempos. Then, once you have a command of the arpeggios, along with the jazz feel and articulation, Begin incorporating rhythmic variations. Begin improvising. I highly recommend downloading my JPS educational doc that goes along with this JPS podcast. The educational doc musically notates all major, dominant, minor, half-diminished, and diminished chords in root position plus first, second, and third inversions along with the fingerings that I recommend using. An invaluable educational tool for you to use and reference while practicing. Access all JPS docs at jazzpianoskills.com or directly at jazzpianoskills.store forward slash podcast dot html. I hope you have found this Jazz Piano Skills podcast lesson on inversions and improvisation to be beneficial. If you are wanting to study this topic extensively, I encourage you to check out my Jazz Piano Skills curriculum at jazzpianoskills.com. My courses are packed with comprehensive lessons that explore essential jazz piano skills. Each lesson and each course contain detailed instruction and illustrations, in-depth educational talks, interactive learning media, traditional guides and worksheets, high-definition video demonstrations in all 12 keys, play-along tracks and lead sheets, professional and personal educational support, and of course, mobile access to all my courses and lessons on any of your smart devices. That's it for now, and until next week, enjoy the journey And most of all, have fun as you discover, learn, and play jazz piano.